0: Sin acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which the House of Sin and Studio stand, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our broadcast reaches, and that sovereignty of this land was never ceded. Episode 2. I am Lisa, your host. I'm 24 years old. Uh, My pronouns are she, her, and I identify as queer. We've got some amazing stuff coming up for you today. Um, we've got my good pal, Simon, uh, here to talk about all things open relationships and um, his experiences. It's basically a reboot to Jake's Hot Mess last week, where he you know, said that everyone needs to be single and nothing is holy in matrimony. But it can be, it definitely can be. Um, we've got some amazing artists coming up for you today. We're going to be throwing it back for a second with Prince and Sade, and we're going to be keeping it current with some new Robin and Rufus. Um, Um, And so that's exactly how I'm going to kick off the show because I love these guys, Rufus Dussault, Australian Electronic Act. Uh, They've been my favourite guys for a very, very long time now and they've just put out a new album called Soulless. This is the opening track of that album and it's called Treat You Better. Unfortunately, Sin doesn't have the rights to podcast the music it plays on Sin Nation. I guess that just means you'll need to listen live for all the wonderful tracks. Tune in on your digital radio or stream it online at sin.org.au. Welcome back to The Dating Pool here on Sin Nation. I am your host, Lisa, and I am here with a very special guest host today to talk to us about all things healthy relationships, healthy open relationships, how do you do it, give me the tea, girl. Um, Introduce yourself.
1: Hi, um, my name's Simon. I am, my pronouns are he, him, them, they, and I would identify myself as gender fluid queer male.
0: Stunning. And you're always wearing those lovely, are they bowler hats? What are they?
1: Uh, this is a nice little flower hat.
0: A flower hat. And it's just got, it's just a round brim hat with like some flowers on the front. It's stunning. It's like his staple piece. It's
1: my favorite hat.
0: Um, so tell me, what's your current relationship status?
1: Um, so I'm in a long-term relationship with my partner of one and a half years.
0: Oh, beautiful. Um, and so you're in an open relationship as well?
1: Yeah, so we sort of talked about that at the start of the relationship, but didn't actually fully realize it until a little bit later on.
0: So how did that? How did that conversation start?
1: Um, well, it didn't come out of a negative place. That's for sure. It sort of came out of um, conversations about seeing other people in a sexual capacity. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that we re- sort of realized earlier on is that there's some things that we can't offer the other in terms of body, spirit, soul, conversations, relationships. Like, that's just not going to happen. There's not going to be a one-box-fits-all person that comes into your life. Yeah. Um, maybe some people have that. I don't. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we realize this from the get-go. So, um, I am... To describe my frame, I am tall and... um, Slender. Slender, yes. Um, And he is a little bit broader, about the same height, and a bit bigger of a guy, and that's my type of guy. But it's also his type of guy as well. So I'm sort of an exception to the rule of who he would typically be sexually attracted to. Yeah. Um, So I definitely don't want to take away from him being able to explore sexual experiences with the type of guy that he's attracted to.
0: That's so lovely. So like, that's obviously an internal thing. Cause like just speaking for myself, um, I find this um, healthy open relationship concept quite interesting because I, I, at this point in my life where I stand, it's not something that I think I would be comfortable with. So I think that's like a giant testament to you in looking at yourself and being like, I know that I, you know, we trust each other and we love each other, but I also know that I am not a hundred percent of fulfilling a hundred percent of your needs. So Definitely. I want you to go off and make yourself that whole person in whatever capacity. And I think that's like a giant testament to you. Did you have you been like this in previous relationships or is it the first no, one?
1: No, no. If if someone had brought this sort of conversation to me three years ago, four years ago, I would have sort of shut down or backed away Um, because it's not the kind of conversation that I've ever had with a previous partner before. Um, I think now um, in terms of my relationship and my thought process behind that, I'm 29 years old Almost
0: 29. Honey, you still got
1: time. <laughs> I still got time. I've got a month. I've got a month. Um, yeah, almost 29 now. Like, the body clock is ticking in terms of like finding that right person. And I know that's a little ageist of me. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to make sure that I'm comfortable with the person that I'm going to be with because I want to be with that person. The rest of my life, potentially.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. We love monogamy. Yeah. Or, like non-monogamy. Non-monogamy. In, like, in a sense, that's like. I'm <laughs> yeah. oh, Like what an idiot, Lisa. Like you are here <laughs> to talk about like non-monogamy. We love monogamy. Wait, totally wrong conversation. <laughs> Got to bring it back to you, don't you? Um, always. Um, and so what about like jealousy? How do you maintain, you know, keeping yourself in check and also recognizing when something might be a little off? Has that ever happened? Has anything ever really been off?
1: It's definitely been a learning process in terms of jealousy. Um, In the beginning, it was... I don't know, there was sort of a back and forth of like, am I going to sleep with another person? What am I going to do with another person that isn't this person that I call home? Mm -hmm. Um, Because sex with... A, a random or a one-night stand is very, very different to someone that you invest your time in.
0: Oh, completely different. It's a different... You can't even compare.
1: Yeah, the dynamics are completely different and there's so much more of you in the exchange. Mm-hmm. And I I haven't been... At that point, um, earlier in the relationship, I hadn't been with another person and he... He did. He slept with another person and immediately both of us felt it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. He felt shame. I felt jealousy. Mm-hmm. And we, we sort of talked this over um, sheepishly to each other because we weren't quite sure. It was still like, well, it would have been like four or five months into the yeah. relationship. So we're like still brand new babies trying to work out this communication back and forth. And we just sort of put it down to, you know, the timing wasn't really right. um, And we just sort of needed to put it on the back burner. We weren't going to exclude any further interactions with other people. But I think at that point, we just weren't quite comfortable because we still had this attachment to each other. And that it's was feeling like a
0: honeymoon phase essentially and it just like shattered a, a window maybe for yeah for it. yeah
1: like you know he, he's my baby I yeah. love him and to think of that he would be with another person in the same capacity that he and I share made me super jealous but now I realize that no one has him in the same capacity that I do when uh, to quote Eddie Murphy you know <laughs> He fucks other people, yes, but he comes home to me. Oh my goodness! He makes love to me.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! How did you um, how did you come? Like, was there like a moment where you like like an aha moment of it, or was it like a slow progression of like I understand this now. This is, you know, I've learned and I've um, had experiences with my partner to know that they're not going anywhere.
1: Definitely a learning curve. Definitely a process of. Uh, trial and error so um, through all the further sexual exploits that we've had with other people that aren't each other you know we've sort of communicated told each other about what happened and we both set up rules you know we can either listen to what happened between the, the, the exchange or we can keep it exclusive so we can say I don't want to hear about it but I know that you slept with this other person or did something with this person, and that's fine, but I don't want the gory details. Of course. And sometimes we find it kinky, like,
0: you know, oh,
1: yeah, tell me, hit for hit.
0: Oh, my God, that's so great. That's so great. Um, Well, thank you for sharing. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to come back and, I think, talk a little bit about Um, your personal experiences with the um, world of non-monogamy in terms of you as an individual Simon. Um, But here is Take Me On by this amazing pop duo called Joan. Welcome back to The Dating Pool here on Sin Nation. My name is Lisa and I'm joined by my special guest Simon and we are in the middle of talking about um, all things open relationships. Uh, so far, we have learned that it is in fact possible to have a healthy, um, comfortable, amazing, beautiful, um, open relationship if yes. you know all parties are committed. Um, but what I would like to know is, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line between being open and straight up infidelity?
1: Well, in the beginning, we sort of set some rules and guidelines and. I think later down the track, we sort of realized that there was too many stopgaps on everything. Like some of the rules that we put in place is no sleeping with friends, um, condoms always. And we both found that some of the stuff that we came up with just didn't really fit with how we work in the bedroom um, or back alley, if you will. (laughs) Um, so infidelity, I would sort of put it down in terms of how invested you get with sleeping with that person. Yeah. Um, so how much are you communicating with this person? How, how close are you with this person? And when does that start becoming something more than just sex? Yeah. Um, because that's what's supposed to be the special thing about us, is we have that extra added relationship on top of the sex. Um, So, yeah, I guess in terms of, like, infidelity, I don't think he would be the type of person to do that. Um, I have heard of people in the past that have had problems in open relationships because... They've spent more time investing into these types of relationships and they've eventually seen that they're not really invested as much in the original person.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was watching um, a YouTuber the other day and she's in a um, long-term lesbian open relationship. Mm. And the way that she introduced it, she was very sort of like, it was like an air of arrogance about the way she was speaking and she was like, you know, I told my girl at the start, like, um, and she was obviously down for it, so this is like no detriment. Like, obviously, if it works, it works. But she mm-hmm. said, you know, I am gonna, I am gonna go and fuck, and I am gonna date, and I am gonna talk. And I took issue with the dating and talking part because I was like, oh, you know, if you are whining and dining someone else, like that's kind of for me a little. It's like it's more intimate than sex itself.
1: Yeah, and and that's not what I came into this relationship like. It may evolve our relationship may evolve into something more. Like you hear about these kind of relationships where they have uh, polyamorous... Um, couples. Couples. So they'll be married and they'll bring in a boyfriend. Yeah. And not only will they be a triad, but they'll have these relationships individually with that new person. Yeah. And it becomes this whole dynamic relationship. I'm not sure if uh, my partner and I would do that, but people do
0: oh exactly like and that's time will tell even for myself you know you can never say never to these kind of things because you never know the situation that you're going to find yourself in
1: yeah um
0: what I want to know now yes. is you have some crazy stories just from like your whole life you're one <laughs> of those people that's just got crazy stories for every every conversation I've lived you have and um what's your because um, obviously as much as your partner is you know out and about so are you Yes. That's not, you know, you're not just sitting at home knitting, waiting for him to return from war. No. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So you um, have a story, a crazy story about one time when you dove a little too deep.
1: Yeah, um, so this is before we were, were dating, um, but it brings it back to the whole relationship Oh, yep, thing. yep, yep. Um, so, uh, so you were single at the time, I was single. I was okay. a single at the time, um, and I was going through a little bit of my slut phase. Love it. So just sleeping around with whoever, whenever. Um, so I was talking to two separate guys, uh, one on Grindr, which is a gay... Um, sex app pretty much and uh one on growler which is similar but for bear types bigger men hairy yeah um who doesn't Mm. and so i was i I was talking to two separate guys one on each of those platforms um and one of them asked me to come to his place um so i went he gave me his, his street dress i went up to um his apartment um and he said, you know, we have to be quiet. My housemate is home. Um, I'm like, that's fine. So we did the deed. It was lovely. Left. All great. Uh, the other guy I was chatting to a week later asked me to come by his place as well. Yeah. Um, and he gave me his address. And they were quite close to each other, like on the other side of the, the, the block. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's quite close to the other guy. I wonder if they've you know, met. Um, So I go to his place, go to his apartment and he's like, oh, my housemate is home. Like we can't be too loud. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Um, So we did the deed, was lovely. Um, As I'm walking down the stairs of the apartment when I'm leaving, I get to the foyer and I came in one door and I could see another door leading out and I'm like, I'm just going to go out that door and see where that leads. Curiosity
0: always kills the cat. Yeah,
1: well, it killed me because I had been there before a week ago. It was the exact same apartment. Ah! And they'd given me two separate addresses, so the whole apartment block took up the entire block. And so I thought it was two separate So it was, apartments. like, so, like,
0: just say, like, the apartment block goes from, like, 220 to 222. One of them gave you 220, one of them gave you 222. Like,
1: two separate streets. Oh, my
0: goodness. Yeah,
1: one gave me, like, Orkinflower Street. The other one was, like, Reading Street. Yeah. So it was literally the other side of the block that oh I entered from. Oh, my God. And when I went into the apartment, like, it, all I saw was hallways and doors. Of course. I didn't see they, a yeah. living room or anything like that. Nothing discerning. And I... I spent I talked to the second one. I'm just like, hey, so I did this last week with your housemate. And he's like, well, actually, that's, that's my ex. <laughs> They'd broken up like three months prior and they were still living together in separate oh, rooms. Oh, plot
0: thickens.
1: And they hadn't had this conversation of like, do they know that the other one's moved on and sleeping with other people yet? And they got their answer through me.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Doing the Lord's work.
1: Yeah. I didn't get the threesome, though. Oh. They, they did not want me back.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> you probably got a lot of um, tenderness attached to you at this point, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah.
1: I got a good story out of it. Exactly.
0: So. Oh, my God. That is wild. And with that, we're going to throw to one of my fave wild bitches in the whole world. This is Sade with No Ordinary Love. <laughs> Welcome back to The Dating Pool here on Sin Nation. My name is Lisa and I'm here with Simon. And you just heard from the stunning, beautiful prince. Um, some might say like a sexual open relationship exploration king of sorts. <laughs> um, so. Yes. And before that was Sade with No Ordinary Love. Um, just, I was just in the mood for some badass throwbacks today. And they're great. They are so amazing. Um, so we've been talking about... Open relationships, infidelity, on fidelity, out fidelity, that kind of thing, <laughs> all afternoon. Um, and what I want from you now, Simon... Yes. Um, obviously, you're in a queer open relationship. Yes. And the only exposure that I have had to heterosexual open relationships is through things like Viceland and those kind of, like, oh, yeah. docu-series, um, yeah. those mini ones. Do you think that in... Practice Mm. hetero um, open relationships work as well as queer ones. Do you think there's like a difference of like how? I mean, obviously, you've I've never been in a hetero one, you've never been in a hetero one, this is pure speculation. Yeah. Um, But yeah, how do you think what do you think the sort of divide is?
1: I think there's definitely a possibility for it in the heterosexual spectrum. I had a few friends um, in Brisbane that were in an open relationship um and it's a different dynamic because queer people are seen as this sexual being because you know they're defined by their sexuality yeah so like, when I think queer person, you're just like, all right, you have sex with that sex. Exactly. It, it's automatically brought up in conversation purely by that person being that person. Yeah. But with hetero couples, unless they're having babies, like, you don't really think about them yeah, having Yeah, exactly. Sex. At least I don't. I don't either. I don't, like, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's quite easy for a homosexual couple to be able to... Uh, experience these types of relationships whereas a hetero um, couple might have a harder time realizing that like there's definitely that openness of conversation that they can have but there's definitely a lot more judgment
0: and do you think that is because of the whole um you know primal reproductive thing like do you think that that's i think that's kind of like, definitely definitely
1: yeah. uh, i i know that people sort of view heterosexual couples as this unit to literally just make babies. Yep. Like a lot of the time people forget that they are there to experience life and having babies is not just the only thing that they can do in a relationship. Um, a lot of people nowadays aren't having children because they would rather keep their money to themselves. Oh, I mean, is, I don't blame them to I be honest. I don't blame them at all either. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, there's that stigma around these um, heterosexual couples that they can't have the same experiences that we have or they at least get a little bit more judged because queer people are just more open about it and it's a lot more in the media, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's very true. It's sort of um, exposure to it, isn't it? Because, like, in saying that, though, in how you just said media, uh, we've got some... Heterosexual famous couples that are speculated Mm. to be in open relationships. Obviously, the first is Will and Jada. Yes. Um, You know, some would say the king and queen of the open relationship, and that's why they've had such incredible longevity in their marriage.
1: Yeah, and they're a fantastic couple. They bounce off each other so well.
0: They are just... They are goals in every sense of the form. And, I mean, they gave birth to people that I'm not even convinced are human. They're just enlightened, <laughs> otherworldly, in the best possible way. Yeah. Um, and I think that, honestly, I was having this conversation the other day. I think that Willow and Jaden are the product of such a loving, understanding, trusting, loving, 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 loving relationship. Yeah. That, that they couldn't have possibly produced anything else when they're experiencing, you know... Such happiness all the time.
1: Exactly. And when you're so comfortable in these types of relationships that you're giving the other the ability to do the things that they want, experience the experiences that they want to, it's going to come out in your other relationships. So it's going to pass down through your children in this positive way that they can see their parents are so happy with each other because they're giving them the breadth to be able to have these experiences,
0: exactly, and I think that also that's why um, you know Willow and Jaden they both kind of identify as um, I don't know if it's I don't know if they call themselves non-binary, but they're definitely sort of like very fluid, gender fluid, sexually fluid, all of these kind of things, and yeah, that's definitely um, a product of where they've come from. Like, in, yeah. oh, I just. Can only dream. I look
1: up to Jaden's fashion sensibility so much as a gender-fluid person. Like, him rocking a skirt is incredible to me. And, like, as a child, I would not even have a chance to be able to do that. And for him to have the spotlight and be able to bring that to... The open space is incredible.
0: Oh, exactly. And, like, Young Thug wearing a, a wedding dress on the front of his, yeah. like, album cover. Ugh. We're heading to happy places, guys. And it's all <laughs> due to Will and Jada, who invented, you know, Pioneers. everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, Mila, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, as well, are another one. Kind of yeah. surprised me. Tilda Swinton is on the list. Which, really? I mean, is another person born from an egg? Yeah. she
1: She's a force of nature, I love her, yeah I can't <laughs> like I love all of her movies, except for like maybe one or two. I won't name them, but okay, um, yeah. yeah, I can see her as in an open relationship,
0: I can just see her not in a relationship ever. I can see her in twenty five relationships at once. She's got that like alienness <laughs> about her, you know what I mean, like all yeah. like these people just seem like they' just come from like. Amazing, like they're just born from flowers, you know? Yeah, much like yourself. Oh, thank you. I'm jealous. Like, this, <laughs> I'm so glad that I've learned so much from you today, honestly. My pleasure. Um, yeah, so that is that, and we're gonna throw to Simon's pick. I got thank Simon you. to pick a couple of songs. Do you want to introduce um, the one that got released this week?
1: Yes, so Robin has finally brought out her new album. I heard this, um, the other day and have not stopped listening to it. It was my Anthem for last night's drinks. Um, So this is Robin's Honey.
0: Oh, what an absolute banger. Rex Orange County, we love you. That was another Simon um, picked playlist. You're welcome. Um, That was Rex Orange County with Loving is Easy. A beautiful little British boy um, who is going to be touring I think at the start of next year which is very exciting and before that you heard um, Honey by Robin the new single so excited.
1: It's like my current anthem I'm non-stop listening to it I love it.
0: Pop music is just the the best like I can't even I can't I just need to gush for a second like pop (laughs) music is just the best and that's all I'm sorry if you don't like pop music but that's all you're gonna hear (laughs) on the dating pool for the next eight weeks. Um, Simon thank you so much for coming in today it has been An absolute pleasure. Thank you for sharing your story.
1: Love having a good kiki.
0: Yeah, always a good kiki with (laughs) you, my darling. Um, Yeah, so come back next week where I've got two of my favorite people coming in. Eric and Nikki, who are high school sweethearts. Um, They're going to be telling us all about what life is like uh, when you have never used Tinder. I can't relate. I wish I could. Uh, I'm going to leave you right now with this Song by Mary Mary. This is Shackles here on the dating pool on Sin Nation. Catch us same time next week, 5 p.m. See you then. You've been listening to a Sin Media podcast, previously heard live on Sin Nation.